Happy New Year and welcome to the Brick Educator podcast. I'm joined today by Richard, also known as the Kind Crusader. Richard, thank you very much for joining me today. Thank you for inviting me. Hello, guys. So, Richard, your channel is all about Lego Medieval. So you use medieval-themed builds and minifigures. What kind of got you into the medieval theme with Lego in the first place? Well, <laughs> my love of Lego. It all started, I think, when I was uh, five, because I have uh, two older brothers, and they are much older, and uh, they had uh, these classic vintage uh, sets of town, mm -hmm. castle, and space, and they handed over to me. And I also got my first set for Christmas, which was a really small set from the fantasy era. It had skeleton and two knights, and uh, I, I really loved that, that uh, set. And uh, the most of my childhood, I got Lego sets, mostly the from the fantasy era. And the sheer number of minifigures I got back then, I, I really enjoyed creating uh, all kinds of new knights and with different armors, breastplates and uh, shields. And I also love uh, historical movies and books. So mm -hmm. uh, I think my life was always about history and the medieval themed books and toys. So when uh, it comes to Lego, I always uh, think about it as the perfect brand for mm -hmm. uh, medieval toys. So, yeah, I uh, also think of Lego as not just free time activity thing, but uh, from now on as our passion, because mm -hmm. uh, when I uh, post on Instagram, I get many likes and uh, follows and, well, great uh, feedback, which makes my day, really. And I met a lot of new people there, like you or the uh, others who really stood up to me when I was really uh, small in April when I started. And uh, yeah, it was always about joy and happiness. I think that's what, what's great about your account is it's very unique. You don't see, like you see a lot of uh, Instagram channels, creators, they kind of use history as their medium, but they do a lot of things from history. So it's not just one theme. The fact that you, you your, your passion is with medieval theme and you've got a, a big collection of minifigures as you say you've got like the different armors and the different sets you can really focus on like the unique details with your scenes and it's element of storytelling with your characters as well like you can see the scenes as they develop as well it's it's not just here's a photo send it out like you, you revisit those same sort of minifigures in different scenarios so you yes, can almost yes. create you can create those characters for them I, I think what's lovely for particularly for the content that I love to share it's got the education theme as well the fact that you can learn something from your posts like you, you can talk you can really look at a building style or a weapon or a piece of armor and because you're using lego it makes it open for all ages so children can learn adults can learn teenagers can learn and it's just a, a really nice unique way to kind of showcase that part of time do you find when you're creating your scenes. What kind of inspires you to make them? Well, of course, I had many fantasies as a little kid, and mm -hmm. uh, I'm fulfilling them uh, <laughs> now because... Oh, through Lego, yeah. <laughs> yes, because I have a lot of figures, as you mentioned, and by that, when I, I was thinking about making a huge battle scene, I can do that mm -hmm. now. So I just <laughs> put all my uh, figures uh, on the uh, huge base plates, and well, of course, I have named characters, because <laughs> what I I always liked about this particular brand is that I can customize uh, every every figure. So I made the base word is the 
Riverlands. <laughs> mm -hmm. And there is the Black Knight of the Riverlands. I know it's a, a bit casual name, Black Knight, but <laughs> it's uh, so cool in my mind. And there are the uh, Falcons who got custom uh, torsos and weaponry and, and everything. And when I go out, I am just uh, looking in my uh, backyard and um, trying to uh, find some spots that could uh, really show these figures in another way. Like mm -hmm. uh, when I uh, did the faction showcases, like the Falcons. I think the most faction over uh, reviews are from the Black Falcons because uh, they grew a lot since yep. April. And well, usually I do that after cutting the grass uh, because yep. <laughs> uh, that fits to them. But also at the uh, very back of uh, our garden, the huge trees, that's a great place to photograph too. So yeah, I, I read a lot of books about, for example, Robin Hood or mm -hmm. uh, the uh, Black Arrow. I, I, I uh, utterly enjoyed that back then. And sometimes, I don't um, say that in my captions, I <laughs> recreate scenes from those uh, books and mm -hmm. I, I just uh, love that. And also from the Malazan books of the Fallen, which was written by Steven Erickson, I've made some uh, characters <laughs> by Lego and <laughs> I was just so uh, shocked that they were pretty accurate <laughs> not gonna lie so yeah <laughs> right great so inspired by obviously historical events inspired by books as well um, yes, and i yes. think that's what's great is the fact that you're uh, and you mentioned that you, you do your photography in your back garden it's it's not a professional set it is yes. literally just out in nature it's what you have to hand i mean i'm sure a lot of people would be interested to know Kind of where did your collection start? Obviously, there's no current Lego medieval theme available. You've either got the classic yeah, minifigures or a mix of the Nexo Knights range. Where did your collection come from? Well, I'm trying to collect uh, minifigures from all the eras, not from Nexo Knights. <laughs> Didn't find uh, that uh, really interesting. But yeah. uh, but from the, well, maybe the Crusaders, Black Knights, Robin Hoods, or uh, yes, Forest Men and Falcons, they are and the dragon uh, dragon masters these are mm -hmm. the key factions of my uh, collection this is uh, the base of that but mm -hmm. of course many fantasy troops and i started with those but uh, now it uh, really went uh, to the original classic side of the Mm, spectrum yeah so yes so that's got that classic lego theme of, of the castles and kingdoms which i think so many people had when they were younger as well it's that you can't get it now so the fact that those that don't have any of that lego theme in their collection can head to your instagram and actually relive their childhood from what you're creating now they might have made things similar when they were younger yes yes i i, I actually uh, got a lot of or a couple of uh, messages like that uh, during this uh, during these uh, months like men wrote to me and said oh my god i i loved that black knight's castle when i was a kid yeah. sadly i don't <laughs> have the parts now because some of them are missing or mm -hmm. i <laughs> you know and they they just enjoyed looking at that and i i suppose their memories came back yeah. and and i love it uh, that uh, i can uh, make people happy by showing uh, my uh, collection which mm -hmm. i admire too the, the fact that you only do medieval is great in that way because sadly lego at the moment aren't creating that theme but you're uh, then the yes i i, I don't really people. get that why <laughs> they, they should they should rebring it out i mean i think it, as part of the, that classic lego theme knights castles princesses dragons has always been there and i completely understand they have to try new ideas but as as 
you probably agree they should just constantly do a theme of castle i know um, i mentioned nexo knights wasn't particularly a favorite of mine it just didn't quite work with the future and and then mm, the medieval yes. theme but if yeah i, I mean i've said on previous Certainly. podcasts if they were to do like bring back a classic theme i think knights and castles and kingdom would be definitely there for me as that's the set that i want well i can see castle coming back in the near future because mm-hmm. as maybe you saw it too that's the armory or blacksmith yes. uh, shop yeah, i that's... think yes from lego ideas they did it and uh, they uh, released but well, not released but it was leaked out that uh, it's going to have four minifigures and a ho- and a horse and these kind of things and i think that's a really great looking set and um, mm-hmm. with the barracuda bay last pirates year line, yeah. yes the uh, pirates because they don't do pirates uh, they mm-hmm. don't do castle and i think it's it's uh, like uh, they they uh, they are starting to understand because i saw a lot of community well uh, polls whether which set was the greatest of the mm-hmm. uh, year 2020 and i think uh, barracuda bay was in the top yeah. or at the top three so it's clear that uh, there is a desire for mm-hmm. uh, these uh, old fashion factions and uh, themes because well let's uh, let's just face it th- there is the huge adult community who grew up with these along with these uh, themes but there is the uh, new audience too uh, who may love uh, monkey kid or ninjago which I don't really like, uh, but that's just uh, my thing. But I think if they uh, like these ninja style mm-hmm. themes, then they would, of course, love uh, Castle too, because yeah. knights, dragons. <laughs> yeah. I think these are all the things uh, that a child would uh, love to be or mm-hmm. re- uh, replay yeah. big battles. I think you mentioned there, it's, that, it's the play theme, the fact that you can create stories with them and yes, use the mini yes. to like recreate battles and historical events. I mean, personally, like Ninjago for me is that medieval theme just in a different country so it's just you mean the architecture is amazing the minifigures are really detailed and they've all got backstories and it's just the old medieval theme in a different color scheme and in a different region and and i think you mentioned that the adult community is so big with lego ideas they tend to be a little bit more expensive than the normal lego series that they do yes and adults have the buying power they have the money so lego themselves and the lego ideas team are obviously they understand if they release an old classic set through lego ideas adults will buy it because it's that part of their childhood that they can relive again and if it's a little bit more expensive it's probably fine because it's adults buying it and they're not buying it for children just to destroy and then (laughs) recreate their own thing they are buying an actual design set which they're recreating either obviously they did the the nasa theme and the, and the, the women of nasa and the women of space yes yes of and course it's that, it's, it's that classic space theme coming out again so i know there's still the lego city space line but it's not that classic space blue and yellow or like the transparent clear pieces that yes that the adults black electrons yeah yeah <laughs> so if they were to do that they, they, they know what they're doing they understand how to release certain classic sets like that. Couple of quick fire questions. So apart from Lego Medieval, what other Lego themes are you really into? Well, I quite enjoy the old uh, space theme. Mm-hmm. I 
I act, I uh, actually just uh, bought uh, some of the missing pieces for uh, a couple of black tron sets. <laughs> so nice. I'm going to recreate them on my uh, showcasing uh, table, and mm-hmm. um, also the old uh, town uh, figures, and they are just adorable and yeah. I don't know. There is something in them. Maybe I'm going to collect them uh, too in the future. But uh, what is uh, Lego doing now? I would say the uh, minifigure uh, minifigure series, the CMF. Mm -hmm. Because uh, they always have some really cool Easter eggs or like uh, they redo old um, figures like the new Blacktrons or the uh, new space guys in gray and orange and pink. I I, I love that. And uh, yeah. all these silly costumes. I think it's a great way to expand your uh, accessories and mm-hmm. uh, torsos and everything uh, about that is um, lovely. Yeah. And of course, they reduced the number of minifigs to 12 from now on, but mm-hmm. I, I can see the uh, quality is the quality has up. lifted. Yes, yes. Yeah. Uh, for example, that Cantor Girl from the Series 21 that uh, just came out, I'm totally going to uh, buy that because of that uh, Cantor body. Mm-hmm. It's a must-have for me. And also yeah. the uh, Space Policeman, that's a re-release. Or, but, uh, a reimagining. Uh, yes, yes, yes. And the yeah. uh, little um, alien guy and the guy with the violin. Mm. <laughs> I, I'm going to buy that uh, violin guy too because I played the violin uh, for yeah. maybe for over a decade. I've been fl- playing uh, with I, violin. It's, it's, it's got that awesome. personal. Yeah. Yes, yes. That That is also why I love Lego. You, you can uh, express any of your passions. So yeah, history, uh, music, books, yeah. art, like the Lego art things like mm-hmm. Marilyn Monroe or uh, the Star Wars pictures, Marvel superheroes. So yeah. yeah. So you mentioned this series minifigures. I completely agree. I mean, I'm not a huge buyer of sets um, purely because of space that I've got at the moment. Um, but minifigures are really easy to kind of like put on your computer or put in like a little scene and then kind of have it in the house somewhere. And with the the series minifigures, as you mentioned, that the uniqueness of them, like you can get, like, I love the animal costume ones, like the giraffe and the llama and the elephant from a couple <laughs> of seasons. Back. And I love the fact that Lego is still really persistent with them because they wouldn't fit in a normal scene, in a normal Lego set, unless it was like a circus theme or a jungle theme. And because they just don't have those licenses or those themes out at the moment, they they can just do whatever they want with the series minifigures. And and you mentioned that it's just a great way to improve your collection for props, for costumes and even like the minifigure faces, some of them are really unique as well that yes, you wouldn't yes. get in, in any other line. So they're, um, they're, they're becoming more and more expressionate, like with new glasses and beards and like ones with makeup. And yeah, it's that I love them. Yes, about the Lego heads. I, uh, as you mentioned, the sheer number of expressions uh, they have uh, in uh, Lego forms. I, I, I feel like I can, uh, I'm able to redo any of my relatives or friends. Like I did my father, I did my father's uh, minifigure. I mean, half a year ago, and it was like everybody knew that. Oh, that's your father, right? And I, I was <laughs> like, yes, that's he. Is. Next question. Um, favorite minifigure in your current collection like either it could be one that you use for photography or just one that you just that you have that you particularly like i would have to say that it must be black knight 
not okay. the Black Knight of yeah. the Riverlands, but the Black Knight from the Black Monarch's Castle with the horse, of course, mm-hmm. but without the horse and the horse burning, a forest man. <laughs> The, forest, the classic forest men. Yes. We, uh, yeah, uh, I have a soft spot for them. So, I'm originally from Nottinghamshire. So, yeah, forest men and Robin Hood have always had an yes, yes. influence in. in, <laughs> in uh, I, I used to live 30 minutes away from Sherwood Forest. So, really? going to, yeah, so going to Sherwood Forest, going oh, for walks, God. seeing the major oak, learning about Robin Hood has always been part of my childhood. So, yeah, I, w- I would agree with the forest men. That's awesome. That kind of influenced me when I was younger. So the, the, the Robin Hood and Forest Men. In Hungary, is there a big Lego following? Is, is there anything particularly that kind of influenced you apart from the medieval theme based on where you live? Hmm. Well, we have uh, a couple of stories, uh, but what influenced me as a Lego fan? Well, Hungarian uh, history is rich uh, in the medieval era, so I, I always listened uh, heard stories from my uh, grandfather that he uh, told me about our uh, kings and stories and uh, tales, and I can almost remember playing with those names and uh, mm-hmm. those stories and redoing them. So so yes, I think like when a king escaped from a, a couple of commons that uh, attacking his uh, company, I-, I did that too. <laughs> mm-hmm. So yes, classic uh, Hungarian uh, king stories and yeah. these these uh, kind of uh, things like that, or huge battles like the Battle mm-hmm. of Mohács that shaped our history quite a bit. I did that too uh, with my figures. I didn't have uh, that many back then. I think mm-hmm. 13, no, not 13, sorry, 30 or or so. And mm-hmm. uh, it was a, a really a small scale Battle of Mohach, uh, but <laughs> I, I really enjoyed that. Yeah, so, yeah. And it's still relevant Hungarian in history. Focus. Yeah, because then you can almost like, because I, I, I don't know a lot about Hungary, but I'm sure if, like in the Lego community, if you would create scenes and tell stories with the minifigures, you can teach people about the folklore and about the history of Hungary. And I think that's why I love your channel, because you can actually just recreate those moments and then and teach new things with them. Yes, absolutely. I, I, I think that should be used in schools. Uh, for example, uh, when uh, trying to portray uh, these things to children, first, uh, first of all, they, they love Lego, yep. most of them, because <laughs> it's a great toy. But also, mm-hmm. if you try to use it as an educational tool, it's... It, it becomes more than it is. It, it, it can really help them understand history, for example. And it's, it's going to become a really interesting subject for those who mm-hmm. uh, previously thought it was boring. And uh, also, uh, they are going to remember those scenes yeah. because exactly. of uh, their love of Lego. Uh, they are going to be like, oh yeah, that, that battle scene we did in a primary school, th- uh, that's this battle and all the memories just come back. So yes, it should be used in schools, yeah. in my opinion. Absolutely. I mean, you know my job. I'm a, I'm a Lego education trainer. So I go <laughs> around schools training teachers to use Lego in the classroom. And I completely agree. The fact that when a child or even an adult, I mean, I when I learn something, if I've created it with my hands, I'll remember that forever because it's personal to me. When a child creates something, they have played, they have built, they have learned, and then they would teach someone else. Like They could show a picture to their parents and they will learn something because they're proud of their children for what they've created. So the learning keeps going. Rather than just reading a book or looking at a picture, 
it's quite hard to reimagine history just by looking or reading about it. To be able to recreate it and create those armies and those battles and like look at the tactics of war yes, with Lego, yes. it suddenly becomes a lot more hands-on and they become part of the learning. They're not just listening to the teacher or watching a video of other people doing it. They are doing it themselves. And for me, as you said, it's it's a much higher level of learning compared to just reading about it or i mean i'm not like books are amazing like, i'm not knocking books or of course a, tra- a traditional way of learning but for me being being creative and being more hands-on with the way that i learn i can completely see when a child is bored or when they're not interested in something because it's not stimulating that part of the brain they're just kind of they're there that they're in the moment but they're not mm-hmm. particularly invested give them lego and that's it they're, they're yours you, you can teach them anything at that point because they are they're involved they're playing they're having fun and i think the biggest thing as you said if you're having fun and learning at the same time it's the perfect combination for not only children but as I said adults as well and lego is universal anyone can pick up yes. lego and just start putting things together or create a minifigure or create a character apart from lego kingdoms and medieval what Lego theme would you like the Lego group to bring back? Mm-hmm. I would have to say Western. <laughs> okay. uh, Western uh, Lego mm-hmm. sets were really impressive. And the adventures too. Uh, yeah. They were really, everybody uh, liked those and they sold uh, quite well. So I don't know why uh, don't they do that anymore. But Johnny Thunder and mm-hmm. uh, his team of explorers. Um, yeah. And, of course, the Western theme. I think the Western uh, theme uh, is not going to uh, come back anytime soon because of uh, social issues, uh, uh, (laughs) like the Indians and... The Indians and the Cowboys can be quite controversial. Back then, it was was really... It was um, was popular, yeah. It was enjoyable, yes. But now... For example, uh, I'm sure you've heard of that uh, helicopter that was uh, banned. Yeah, the army so, one. Yeah, I think uh, the uh, cow- uh, a new cowboy theme uh, would uh, suffer from that too. So, and yeah. and uh, Lego is not taking any risks. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've I I see there is a tent for that, and I can only hope that Adventures is uh, going to turn at yeah. some point in the future. Mm-hmm. Johnny Thunder and the girl and the old guy. Uh, oh yeah, and there was a reference in that uh, haunted house for the bad guy uh, mm-hmm. who had the. Uh, uh, in the picture. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, so yeah. I, <laughs> I really love these uh, Easter eggs. Mm-hmm. And it's that, it's that little nod of we know you love it, but unfortunately at the moment we can't do that theme. But here's yes. a little, a little nod. To, I, can't, I can't remember the name of the bad guy, but he had the monocle on the top hat. Yes, yes. And he's holding <laughs> the gem. So I think. I, I agree because I never had any of the Western theme or the adventure theme, but I used to work at Legoland in Windsor and the adventure theme had its own ride. So it was in, uh, it's like a laser shooting mm-hmm. ghost house and there was Johnny Thunder and the, and the bad guys and then the adventurers. And I was like, I didn't know who they were. So I, there wasn't much connection with me with that theme. And then you kind of see Lego almost recreate it again. So like with the, uh, the Wild West theme, they obviously tried The Lone yes. Ranger when the film came out. Sadly, that film just, was I, a disaster. <laughs> yeah, and then the Lego sets equally so. They kind of didn't really 
I don't know if they sold well, but there was bit, I don't know about five or six sets. Yeah, and that and that uh, weren't many much. Uh, yeah, of them. many. Yeah, sorry. so cool minifigures. The train was really good, but again, it just didn't last long. And then by the time that it kind of came out, it'd gone again. And then I don't know, like the adventure theme, fantastic for storytelling. I know they did the Prince of Persia line. And yes. I, I, don't, I don't know if they ever did a Indiana Jones range with the new Indiana film. Jones. Yes, they did. They yeah. actually did. So, so, so again, it's a little nod to mm-hmm. that original theme. And I know they're about to relaunch Indiana Jones as well. So I'm sure Lego have got some sort of Disney contract where they're going to look at re- recreating like, some of the scenes or do a brand new line from it. I don't, I don't know what's coming up for next year or the year after. But no, it's it, I've, I've never really considered those as big Lego themes. But the more you, you kind of think about it, yeah, cowboys and Indians have always been in the Lego culture as like those classic sets but as we said guns aren't allowed in lego sets anymore bows and arrows are still quite controversial because at the end of the day it's a weapon still so if it's not futuristic or completely (laughs) toyfied yeah like the stat shooter in the uh, star wars sets (laughs) yes yeah if it's not that little red missile you're not allowed it sort of thing so yeah I think that's so, uh, that looks quite silly, but uh, okay, I, I I get it. There's a play feature yeah. in that, but yeah. Uh, uh, so you worked in the uh, Legoland in Legoland Windsor. Yes, so that's oh, where my love of that's that's where my love of Lego really started. So when I was younger, I had a few Lego sets, but my brother mainly had the Lego, and so he had like the original Harry Potter range and the Star Wars and. Um, like the original Hogwarts castle, which I was like, yeah, it's cool, but I was never really into it. I then started Legoland Windsor in 2014. I joined the education department running the Lego workshops. And then my love of Lego kind of started from there. So my first Lego set as a AFOL, uh, so an adult fan of Lego, mm-hmm. was the uh, creator camper van. So uh, that was given to me as like a welcome present, oh. like, welcome to the team. And then I was like, this is a really clever way of using lego and then i started buying minifigures and then i started getting because we had a lovely discount on lego when if you work for the legoland parks it's almost half price from the lego shop which was a fantastic place to have um and then it kind of kind of just went out of control i just bought a lot of lego so i got paid by lego i then bought lego back from them (laughs) (laughs) they were win-win so either way they were making money and yeah so it was a really interesting place to work because you have obviously it's it's aimed at family so a lot of young children will come to the park and they don't really know what lego is at that point they're more there for the rides the characters and it was a lovely um landscape legoland windsor it used to be where the windsor safari park was so lots of trees lots of flowers lots of nature so a nice just a walk to go around as well but then you'd get the teenage fans of lego and then the adult fans of lego and they would come purely for the lego models and to come see what's been built that's new what's been bought back to go to the lego shop as well and so i had a a a really nice friendship group of not only colleagues that i used to work with that were fans of lego but guests that would come in like we'd have the same people come every weekend with their family and we would just chat about lego and that's where my lego my love of lego kind of really started was finding out i'm not the only person that loves lego there's this whole community of people like yourself that just loves playing with lego and loves building lego and collecting it and you're, you're not alone in the lego community it's like I'm sure when you started Instagram, you were kind of overwhelmed by the sheer amount of people that there were out there using yes, Lego. Yes, I mean, I only, started, I only started my Instagram 
of high lego account with originally it was the lego educator and now the brick educator mm-hmm. um it was only in july so i kind of started as it was locked down so i wanted to do something that i enjoyed doing and to keep busy and then to connect with fellow lego fans was my way of kind of just having that little bit of fun still i'm obviously, obviously the pandemic was a nightmare it's affected so many people and it's changed the way the world runs at the moment so to have that little bit of normality with yeah i can get out a lego set build with it and then share my views about it and just talk to people was a lovely way of doing it and i'm sure when you were started posting is it in april your journey at the comments you were getting and the followers and the people you were meeting it's it's quite overwhelming to begin with it was i was stunned by uh, all those uh, likes and follows and many of friends now friends shared my posts and wrote to me like uh, oh that's awesome i i love this uh, build and i just couldn't have imagined that there is uh, this huge community that i've uh, been missing for years because yeah. of course uh, there was a little break in my <laughs> lego col- uh, collecting uh, career mm-hmm. and when i was in primary school and but coming back to it and uh, seeing all these uh, kind and uh, helpful people it's a uh, really heartwarming it it yeah. truly is and I, I think we'll end the podcast there because it's such a lovely note to end on it's like that those that support rich's channel all of you that support my channel as well we just want to say thank you honestly 2020 has been a, a a mad year as we said for so many people and the fact that lego has remained that little bit of happiness and that bit of joy that everyone can just go to and be be a bit childish and just enjoy something for the sake of enjoying it there's no real meaning to lego there's not a hidden message it's just we enjoy building we enjoy seeing what people can can create as well so i just want to say on behalf of me and richard just just thank you and the lego community i mean it, it's an amazing community to be a part of i mean I, I kind of cross between the lego and teaching community so any teachers listen to this as well thank you so much for for staying with the channel i know it's been a bit sporadic in its themes and obviously running the lego alphabet theme at the moment i'm getting so much interaction with that so thank you for that as well um, so Richard, just to finish, uh, again, where can people find you on Instagram if they'd like to come see your work? Well, um, my Instagram's uh, name is Lego with the Kind Crusader, and my picture is a couple of soldiers. <laughs> mm-hmm. But um, I hope to see you there. Uh, you can uh, write to me, and we can uh, chit chat about uh, Lego because I always love to do that. So <laughs> yeah, and thank you for inviting me. It's an honor. Oh, my absolute pleasure. No, it's been really interesting talking to you. And it's just, again, nice just to have a chat with a fellow LEGO fan. So thank you so much for coming. And thank you, everyone, for listening. This was episode 10 of the Brick Educator podcast. Um, Obviously, moving into 2021 now. So I've got a huge amount of uh, interesting interviews lined up. I've got some LEGO fans from uh, America. I've got some from, where else we got? I've got some from France, back from the UK. So stay tuned for those. Aim to publish a podcast every week. So thank you very much for everyone uh, for coming again. I hope you enjoyed the podcast. If you'd like to be involved, you can email me at thebrickeducator at gmail.com. Love to interview some new people that I've not yet found on Instagram. Obviously, you're a huge community, so I can't find and message everyone. So if you'd like to be involved, please do drop me a message. <laughs>